two, one. Yo, 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 you're not for Sky with the realest or reset of things your friends won't say and your man gonna lie about. It's your boy Dewey Rice. And today we are sitting here with the one, not the two. My mom, go ahead, yeah, period, yes. The one, not the two, okay? Introduce <laughs> yourself. I mean, they probably already know you, but introduce yourself. My Sheree Goodrich. Uh-huh. My Sheree Okay. Tell us one good thing about your day today. One good thing. I woke up this morning. Woke up. Come on. Come on. I woke up. <laughs> Look, I was at church and they said something about breath in the air. Like, you know, yes. breath in. Yes. Yeah. So I woke up this morning. Yeah. You got to be grateful about that. Yes, yes. Very much so. Okay. Absolutely. I woke up this morning. Many people didn't. So Period. I was grateful to be on this side. Okay. Period. I'm I love that. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go, go with that. that. Okay. I'm going well, to share one for me. Okay. Uh, a great thing today. We're sitting here. This is going to be a really special episode. So anybody listening, you know what I'm saying? Get ready. Hopefully there's no tears, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure, you know, <laughs> we'll probably get, we'll probably get some tears out. I already but, got my paper. Yeah, you, you know, like, you know, I'm not ready, but, um, yeah. So I brought my mom here today, um, to discuss and kind of wrap up, uh, breast care awareness month. Uh, I want to say I didn't really do a good job with like the, like awareness part of like, I haven't posted anything or anything. And it's crazy. Cause like, I'm in it and I've been in it and it's like you kind of forget sometimes so shout out not shout out but you know my heart goes to anybody out there who has had a family member who has had breast cancer any type of cancer passed away from it like it's very serious and that's why we're here to talk about it today well don't feel bad because uh-huh. I myself did not post anything about yeah. it um didn't wear a whole lot of pink but I did wear pink today right per your request yes so don't feel bad um just didn't necessarily want to be the poster board for it yeah that makes sense I'm living it. right so. and see sometimes when you're living it you don't want to like talk about it get into it and so actually y'all it was very hard for her to come in the seat today so we're gonna have clap it up for you you know what i'm saying it's a blessing she did it i text her i was like i was in the gym you know you in the gym and stuff you working out things come to your mind for me when i'm in the gym and i'm taking a shower things come to my mind and i was in the gym on thursday and it was just like I want to do an episode. I'm like, why not do a breast cancer awareness episode? Like, even though you know your mom don't want to talk about it, but like, let's see if she'll talk about it. That's why I asked you. And I said, you're comfortable if you don't want to. Right. And you kind of yeah. hesitated, but then you said, I'll do it. So what made okay. you say you'll do it? You hesitated at first. What was your like, what told you to do it or made you feel like you should? Um, Because I really have been on this. Um, What is it? that God wants me to do mm-hmm. during this season of my life. Yeah. And I really just went to dinner with two of my really great, great sister friends um, on Friday. Yeah. And we were talking really in depth. And a lot of our conversations are very like those in depth conversations where they hold me accountable. Yeah. Even when I don't want to be held accountable. Right. Absolutely. So they hold me accountable and we, they asked me a question like, what am I doing in this season? Mm-hmm. And I know there is something that God wants me to learn in this season. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very private person anyway. Right. So one of the things I feel like he has placed in me is to tell my story for others because mm-hmm. it's not about me. It's right. about somebody else. Mm-hmm. So really just trying to um, walk in that. Yeah. I'm in the journaling right now, been journaling. So I'm journaling my journey. Right. But I'm journaling my journey for me. Yeah. And I really don't think I'm journaling it for me. I know I'm journaling for, for somebody else's yeah. greater pur- purpose. Right. Um. So just being able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's not a shame. I'm just, I don't want 
pity. Yeah, to feel bad because that's what you get. Yeah. yeah. I don't need the You'll pity. get that from Joe. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want people just talking about it. Right. Like, let's not talk about it. Yeah. So that was one of my, um, but we'll get into that later. That was one of my things where I didn't want people, certain people to know. Because yeah. I didn't need to be like a talking point. Topic, yep. I didn't want to be a topic of conversation. Right. Um, I needed people to, if you were going to pray for me, well, first of all, I didn't know who you was praying to. So yeah. that was one of my things. <laughs> like, like, baby, it ain't I, God, I, I don't know. I, I don't know who you're <laughs> praying to. And if we're not praying to the right person yeah. or we're not on the same page in regards to that. Um, so I was very um, strategic in mm-hmm. who I told or who I wanted to know mm-hmm. um, about my journey just because I didn't need people just sitting around having something to talk about. Right. Like, and if you wasn't down for me in the beginning, don't, don't be come down. down. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel so. that. I feel that. Okay. Well, as you guys see, it's going to, we're going to get there. We're going to get there, right? We'll get there. We'll but get there. as you know, mom, you've been on the show before. So we're going to get started with the waiting room. So the waiting room, okay. it allows you guys, if you haven't, or you don't know my mom or get to know her, it's going to allow y'all to get to know her through the questions that she answers. So we made it a really quick, kind of easy, but fun game. Cause it's about to be a little deep, right? So you can only take one. And I played this game with grandma and some of her answers <laughs> pissed me off. So I hope your answers <laughs> don't piss me off. But <laughs> well, let's get into it. Let's so the first one, kicking it at the club with one of your sons or shopping at one of your favorite stores using your own money. Shopping at, <laughs> shopping at my favorite store using my own you money. You going to run the checkup? Yeah. Girl, I, you yeah. can like, this is the thing. Like, y'all can kick it just once. I, I like, can't. I just can't. kick it just once. Because my kids go hard. Yeah, yeah. My kids go hard yeah. in the paint. And just trying to decide which of the four I'm going to kick it with. You'll probably kick yeah. it with D'Angelo before any of us, honestly. He go hard too? Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. Okay. And that's one I might be real scared of. <laughs> Cause he's the quiet one. Yeah, so he really gone. And mm-hmm. I used to be quiet too. And now you know exactly. I've been a club, like, hey, exactly. Like so, yeah, no. Okay, I, I'm gonna spend my own money. You gonna spend your own money? Yeah, All right, go cool. Shopping. Next one. So wear a fake Louis bag or wear some fake Gucci glasses. Oh, I'm not carrying a fake Louis bag. <laughs> you need your stamp. I need my stamp. Yeah. You know, I got my cards. I got my cards. Bro, remember that time Marina was like, "Let me see your card." He was like, cards. "Hold on, oh, hold on." I I can send you a pic. Um, so I'm wearing a fake Gucci glasses. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna wear some fake Gucci glasses? Okay. Yeah. Only thing fake that I've had wore, like designer wise, was uh my fake Yeezys. Not these ones, but my first ones. Yeah. Definitely DHK. So. Those ain't fake. These ain't fake. fake. Nah, these is the real ones. You know what I'm saying? I, I got the set for the year. We can tell. <laughs> I got those. All right. The next one. Spending the day with your husband or spending the day with your grandkids. Ooh. <laughs> Let's think about it, baby. So my husband for real is my BFF and right. we kick it. Like okay. we we have fun. Yep. So Z and Zayda got away. Z Zayda, Isla, you know I, I Zayda, love my Yuli, grandbabies. Got away. I love my grandbabies, but my my youngest grandson, he cry baby. Yeah. So. He got mm. keeping with mommy. <laughs> go with your parents. <laughs> I'll be with my husband. I'm going with my boo. I'm gonna go with my boo, right? In this season of my life, I'm going to want my boo. All right, cool, cool, cool. So speaking of going with your boo, because I figured you were going to answer that way. Date night at Genji's or date night at Ocean Club? Date night at Ocean Club. Ocean Club. See? Yeah, we, we passed Genji's. I know. That was like, you know what's crazy? That was like 2000. That was like that was, my, that was our place. Like, that was our place. Yeah. You could run up in there and catch what? anybody. What? Everybody got Definitely during lunch, there. okay? That. <laughs> 
They got to hit the red light. No shade. No Sitting tea. at the table. No shade. Like, no tea. Oh, I see you. I see you. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so I went to Ocean Club a week and a half ago or something like that. And it's really like a vibe in there. It's really a nice vibe. I've been in there before, the but I think delicious. now I would lean towards going there just regularly. Like, you yeah. know, my regular is like a Texas Row House joint, but like yeah. Ocean Club. I mess with Ocean it. Ocean Club. Yeah. So the last one is actually kind of funny that you said it because now I, I mean, you, you mentioned this, but last one before getting to the office, journal or talk to your friends about what you're going through. Would you rather, you can only do one journal or talk to your friends? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with. It's tough. I'm gonna say journaling for me right now. Yep. Just because there are times I don't want the accountability piece. Okay. I can journal without yeah. the pushback because yeah. I have very vocal friends. Yeah. They don't care that I get an attitude. They gonna tell me what they gotta say and Facts. keep it moving. So if I just write it, then you can yeah, then you can, can talk and do yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do. Can, yeah, okay. So you definitely gonna journal, and I'm I journaling. feel like I feel like I'm this like literally the same way. I would rather either like journal, talk to myself in the mirror because yeah. I ain't mad about it. We are gonna have a full conversation. Full gonna, conversation. Have a, Dewey, full listen. We gonna Dewey, look. We having a full <laughs> convo. I don't care about it. So I would definitely pick that one, but. The real reason why I thought this was important, and it really came to me today when I was like thinking of the game and stuff like that, because I kind of wanted this one to be just off the head and natural. But I was thinking it was so crazy. I was like, wow, how am I going to frame this stuff? Because my mom don't want to talk about it and I understand. But then I was like, it's crazy. A couple weeks ago, I was at Kiana's house. You know, we do like game nights and mm-hmm. stuff. And we were playing this game called, uh, and if y'all hearing this, like let, it's called something like let's be, let's get deep or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so you go around, you pick a card and um, it kind of got deep. We were all emotional. You know what I'm saying? Like it kind of taps into like your relationships, your life, your family. This one card in particular asks like something like, what are you, what are you going through right now that nobody knows? Mm. And I, I read it and I'm like, hmm, you know, Jalen's sitting right there. You know, we all kind of taking a little drinks, a little tipsy. Little so tipsy. I'm like, ah, what am I going through? Nobody knows. I'm like, well, um, my mom's cancer came back and da, 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 And I'm sitting there, I'm saying it. And then everybody's like, huh? Channing, all them like, everybody mad though. Like, why have you been going through this and you ain't said nothing to nobody? And I'm like, oh, like it kind of hit me then. Like, well, I didn't want nobody. Like kind of how you said, I didn't want nobody to have pity. I didn't want to spread no business. I kind of want to deal with it on my own before I let other people deal with it with me. But what I learned from that, from that moment. So I said that. And then one of my other friends has spoke about her father having the same type of cancer and how like he had the same type of limp and how, you know, it gets better after radiation and da 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 And like she's saying all this stuff and I'm sitting there like it was key. Um, mm-hmm. sorry, Kitty, put your business out there. I don't know if people know, but she was just t- sharing this story about her dad. And I was just like, you know, what's so crazy is this whole time we've been sitting here, or this whole time I've been friends with you. I've never known that mm-hmm. you've never shared it, nor have I shared it about me, but mm-hmm. it's a community. You You're, know what I'm right, saying? Like right. my other friends, something was going on with her mom and her health issues. And it's just like, we are all going through and battling with something. We just don't want to tell nobody, but it's like, when you tell somebody now, I know that I have like a community i have a people that understand and mm-hmm. i think another thing is we don't we don't want to tell people because you're not going to understand but it's like i picked up a card and in just that moment of me speaking just the truth of the card, i now have other soldiers with me in the mm-hmm. fight you know what i'm saying and it's like it's crazy that 
again, I never knew these things about Key's dad, my other friend's mom. Like, I never knew that they were going through it because we all are struggling with something. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I really want to really bring out this episode and allow you to, like, share how you feel in your story because I feel like everybody struggles. Everybody's family is going through something, like... I didn't know how common cancer was in everybody's family. Like, oh, yeah, my mom had that. Yeah. Like, one of my coworkers battled it. Lost both of her. Had a mastectomy. Lost both her breasts and, like, got new. Like, you know, it's just like everybody's going through something and you just just speak about it. So, we're going to turn it over to you. Um, So, when you first got diagnosed with cancer, it was what year? (sighs) 2000? May of 20. May of 2020. Pandemic. Pandemic. Ugh, we was in the crib. I remember you had on, um, you had your surgery and you had uh, your pink, uh, it was on your birthday too. It was right. Yeah. So how did you feel? Cause I can tell you how I felt, but how did you feel when you first found out you was diagnosed with cancer? And what cancer was it? I mean, clearly breast cancer. So I had, um, invasive ductal carcinoma, otherwise known as bilateral it was in the right breast otherwise known as bilateral later to be found out it was bilateral breast cancer Mm -hmm. it was in stage two in my right breast and then stage one in my left Mm -hmm. so not only did i get breast cancer i got double breast cancer. i call it double breast cancer but it was hr um her too yeah call it it was estrogen positive so what that means is my body produced too much estrogen Mm -hmm. and just throwing it out there. Um, back in 2006, after I had the Angelo, I had a procedure which was called, I wanted permanent birth control. Like, I was done having kids. It's a wrap. Yeah. I'm done here. <laughs> no more, baby. No more. I had served my country. Yeah. <laughs> um, God did not see fit for me to have a daughter. So right. I was like, I've, yeah, I'm done trying, I got four, four kings, yeah, four princes. Yeah. We're done. Um, and I had a procedure called the Eshore. Yeah. What that did was, and I had ablation surgery because I had fibroids. Yep. Um, which is normal for African American women. We have fibroids, heavy menstrual cycles, all of that is circling around to what I'm about to say. So I had this procedure called the Eshore, which is permanent birth control. They, it's less evasive than having my tubes tied. I was literally down maybe like three or four days. So I had this procedure at the same time that I was having um, ablation surgery to, to seal the lining of my uterus because of my fibroids. It's causing me to have heavy menstrual cycles and just be in a lot of pain when it came time for me to um, be on my cycle. Mm-hmm. I stopped having a menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. So when it was that time of the month for me, my body didn't have anywhere to release. Yeah. So my body was producing estrogen, just estrogen, estrogen, estrogen. So my cancer fed off of estrogen. Mm. So when I got breast cancer, and it wasn't because I wasn't getting my yearly mammograms because I was faithful Mm. about getting my yearly mammograms. I was at the gynecologist once a year. I was getting pap smears. I stayed up on my health and my body and all of that. And I was always told every year, you have dense breast tissue. Okay. So because I had thick breast and dense breast tissue, they would always be like, it's fatty breast tissue. I'm sure many African-American women hear that all the time. Yeah. So when I go to the doctor in May of 20, and I truly believe um, it, God definitely saved my life. Mm-hmm. The pandemic saved my life. Yeah. Because I had been having, at that time, I had been having um, 
like not really heart palpitations, but I had been getting like these sharp pains in my chest. Mm -hmm. And that's what made me call my doctor. And I had called the doctor to schedule for a mammogram, um, although it wasn't necessarily time for me to have a mammogram, but I had called the doctor like something ain't right. Mm -hmm. I need to see the doctor. Right. And they asked you these series of questions. And she said, um, are you having any bleeding around your nipples? And I'm like, no. She said, discharge. And I'm like, my nipples? <laughs> like, hold on, babe. Like, no. What's going on? Right. I was like, my son, 15 years old. Yeah. At that time, because he's 17. So now I'm like, he's 14 years old. Like, no. She was like, no, we're just asking. I was like, but I am having pain. Yeah. And she was like, okay. She's like, well, we need to get you in. And they scheduled my appointment for May. Mm-hmm. During the pandemic, um, right before Memorial Day, it was literally the Friday before Memorial Day. And I'm like, okay, I get up, plan to go to work, tell my boss, you know, at that time we were on like what we called the blue silver schedule Yeah. Um, at work. And I'm like, well, I, I'm going to have my mammogram. It's going to take 20 minutes at the most. I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be in as soon as it's over. And yeah. she's like, okay, great. I go. 20 minutes turn into 30, 30 turns into 40, 40 turns into an hour. I'm like, something ain't right. Yeah. So radiologist comes in and she goes, I need you to get dressed. But when you get dressed, I need you to, we're going to come get you. And I want you to come to this waiting room. Mm. It's like, a, so when you talk to you, I'm like, talk to me. <laughs> like, hold on, girl. I'm like, oh, this ain't going Not right. Not too much. This ain't going right. <laughs> so... I remember at that moment, but there was such a calm that I had yeah. at that moment. Yeah. Daryl's blowing up my phone. My mom's blowing up my phone. Everybody's blowing up my phone, but it was literally still like a calm that I had at that moment. Yeah. And so I go in there and I'm talking to the radiologist and she's like, um, we're going to refer you to a breast surgeon or cancer surgeon. Um, Dr. Slam, she was amazing. Yeah. She's through Mount Carmel. We want to get you in to see her. She would actually see you today. Oh. If today wasn't Friday and Monday was the holiday, she wants to see you first thing Tuesday morning. We've seen something that we did not like on your mammogram. Mm. Um, and it's urgent that you get in to see her. And I go, okay. Yeah. You have any questions for us? No. So at that moment, did you know it was probably cancer? At that moment, I knew. Yeah. Yeah. At that moment, I knew. Yeah. Um, so in my mind, it was like, okay, now how do I tell all these other people? Yeah. And so for me, that became my concern yeah. was everybody else, right? Because it was yourself. like- I wasn't worried about me. I was worried about my kids, my mm. husband, my mother. Yeah. Like, how am I going to prepare everybody else? Because it's just like, whoa, this is a big one. Yeah. Um, but I was still good. Like, yeah. mentally, I was good at that moment. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about me. I was thinking about all of you guys and mm. what was I going to do and what does that look like and how do I have that conversation? What do I say? What am I going to need to do? Mm -hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And like my friends and family. Um, and one thing I will say about cancer is that you have to have a strong support system. Mm -hmm. Like 
my support system is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Literally. Like, hands down, I have the best friends. I have the best family. I have the best kids. I have the best husband, the mom, uncle. Like, hands down, my support system is bomb. Right. Work friends, family, you know, bosses. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a village. It literally takes a village. And they all, as much as I was trying to, like, hold them off at arm's length, they was still, like, nope. hands yeah they were still like we're here we're gonna do whatever whatever you need us to do we we got you Mm -hmm. even when i didn't want to be got no for sure seriously no i mean i was was literally i actually don't want you asking me how my mom is really don't want you asking me but seriously so at that moment it was like okay so in my head i'm like i can't not tell my mom and my husband right because they're not gonna not ask me right but I have to make it till Tuesday. It's Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Um, my kids about to live their best life because yeah. y'all gonna kick it. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, ruin <laughs> that. And I'm like, I don't really have no answer. Yeah. And so it's like, okay. So you sat with it all those four days? I literally sat with Internal it for those four days. Um, and I'm like, okay. I didn't know that. Let's by the way. let's let's what we what we what we doing here. Yeah. And Dr. Slam literally called me on Monday. And I went in Tuesday morning and my first um, question to her was, what's the plan? Like, what are we going to do? Immediately, it was biopsies. We're going to get you scheduled for biopsies and from biopsies is boom, 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 boom. And at that moment, it was begin to have those conversations. And what does those conversations look like? Yeah. Tough. Very much so. Yeah. Um, because now I have to try to sell to the ones that I love something that I don't even know if I believe myself at that moment. Yeah, that's right? good. That's but I good. have, and that's true. Like yeah. I have to sell to you all something that I don't even know if I believe, if I believe but it's it, like, yeah. okay. This is what they telling me. This yeah. is what they telling me. But I wonder like for me, uh, not to cut you off, no, but you even when I carry you talk about it, um, I wonder why, and, and I, it's going to probably always be a question for me. Why do we, when we hear cancer, why is it immediately death? Like, why is it that way? Because I feel like when you hear it, it's like, okay, I'm about to die. It was for me. Yeah, like, I think that's for Um, anybody, though. Like, it just be like, oh, my mom has cancer. Okay, well, how long is her life expectancy? You know what I'm saying? Well, that was immediately what I did. Because one thing I did was I Googled. And Google is that. Like, Don't do it. Don't don't Google. (laughs) I didn't Google. (laughs) I thought I had this, that, the third. I Google and I start reading. Mm -hmm. And I literally, I will tell anybody this. Okay, so technology is a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Because when you look something up on your iPhone, you start getting stuff. It was like once you said it, you start reading stuff. So if I looked up the word cancer, it seemed like everything on my feet was about cancer. And then I start reading about everybody that died of cancer. Absolutely. Because that's what you hear. So that was freaking me out. Yeah. And then I started Googling. Mm -hmm. Um. And I was reading some stuff and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's about to go down. I was like, oh my God. I'm really about to die. <laughs> like, That's oh, be. And because I had literally watched. So my dad, you know, your grandpa, like my dad had lung cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad had lung cancer. My dad had half a lobe removed. Um but he was a beast. Like he had half a lobe removed, half a lung, half of the left lobe removed and half of the right. Mm. 
and he survived. Yeah, I never knew that. Okay. Um, then he got bone cancer. So he made it through lung cancer, made it through remission of lung cancer, got bone cancer, mm-hmm. made it through bone cancer, and then he succumbed to a stroke. So yeah. he didn't even die of the cancer that he was diagnosed with. Right. So it was just like, okay. But I didn't feel like I was going to die at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I began, so she was like, I remember going to talk to Dr. Slam and the first thing out of her mouth is you are going to survive. Mm-hmm. That's she great. said, you are going to survive. She said, we're going to get through this. I remember asking, do I need to remove my breasts? Because at that moment, I think I had read about Angelina Jolie who mm-hmm. removed both of her breasts. Right. So I was like, do I need to remove my breasts? And she was like, well, I think that's very, you know, evasive right. at this moment. I don't think we need to do that. I think we can do a lumpectomy um, and go in. And when they do a lumpectomy, they just remove the cancerous mass. From She's like, we'll biopsy the cancerous mass, kind of do... They determine what your aquotype is. And what that does is determine what treatment would be best. That makes because sense. there's like a whole process yeah. um, that goes into that. And so once she does the surgery, she was like, we'll keep track. We'll monitor you. You're going to be good. Mm-hmm. And she gave me such a reassurance because she was like, my nanny is going through the same thing that you're going through. Right. Exactly. And I'm taking care of her. Yeah. Like I'm her surgeon. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, well, I know you're going to save her because <laughs> she's taking care of your baby. So you definitely going to save me. Right, right, like, right. I felt reassured in that. Yeah. Um, But I remember my surgery was scheduled on my grandmother's birthday. Because mm-hmm. um, me and my grandmother, you know, we shared the same birthday month. Our birthdays were four days apart. And we were like acted the same mm-hmm. and i'm like i gotta have surgery on my birthday like, <laughs> i'm gonna be recovering from birth cancer surgery on my birthday like who does that yeah, like crazy. come on yeah like i was turning 45 right right and i'm recovering from surgery um so june 22nd 2020 i had surgery i remember coming out of surgery they said everything went well she said everything looked well um, so now I was on the the road of recovery, right? Just waiting to hear what treatment yeah. I was gonna have to go through and endure. And I remember the whole time I kept saying, "Lord, I don't want to have to have chemo. Lord, I don't want to have to have chemo. Lord, I don't want to have to have chemo." And for some people, they'll think the vanity part of it. Um, but for me, having chemo meant that I had to acknowledge that I was sick. Yeah. And I didn't want to acknowledge I was sick. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not going to lie. Like, my hair was always important to me. I cared about my appearance and how I looked. Like, I took pride in how I looked and all of that. But it was just like, then everybody is going to know. Yeah. And I remember even when I set you all down um, to tell you guys that I had breast cancer, I didn't want you all to tell anybody. Mm-hmm. And I remember putting that on you guys and now years later i apologize because mm-hmm. i wasn't fair yeah. to you all because um you all needed your support system too right right but i was thinking like i don't want y'all to tell anybody because i don't need people going around yeah, just having something why. to yeah. talk about and me being a conversation piece, like I don't need to be a conversation piece for this person, that person, blah, blah, blah. And they probably yeah. don't even like me, and da, 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 but it wasn't about, <laughs> like I went through this whole spiel, right? Yeah. So I was like 
wearing but I think everybody that was to what secrecy. With me. I don't think like when I actually when it first hit you, I think it first hit me when I actually had to tell my friend and I remember uh being on the phone with Taylor. I think she was the first person I told. She's like, Hey, what's going on? We talk every day. I'm like telling her and I'm like, uh yeah. It's like my mom has cancer. And then when I said it, I just broke down crying. I'm like, wow, she has cancer. Cause again, I tagged it to death. I'm like, oh wow, she's gonna die. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. always you, yeah. we as people, I think we do a hierarchy. You know, yes. baby's not supposed to die. Die. You know, yes. like you're not supposed to die. Parents are not supposed to bury their children. You know, yes. I'm like, you know, yes. yes. The next one yes. goes, my grandma, then my mom. You know yes. what I mean? That's kind of what you said in your head, right? Yeah. But it was like, wow, I had to like sit in reality. And I think another thing when you're talking about like vanity, um, that was it for me. It was like, oh my God, my mom's about to be bullheaded. <laughs> like, oh my god what does that look like, like? that's what it was for me like wait a minute girl like you gotta cut all well, of it like, <laughs> like literally like for here. me i was trying to like wrap my head around yeah. it and i was trying to um what does that look like yeah that was one of my biggest when you sent me um when you sent me the video or the picture of your hair like when you look like the, I don't know, it's Daphne off of, I don't know what it is, but the girl, the doll off of Toy Story. I yeah. said, Mom. <laughs> I was like, oh I said, okay, God. now you playing. Like, girl, <laughs> go ahead and fade it out, boo. Like, I don't know what you got to do, but girl, oh. your hair, it was, and you was still holding on. <laughs> I was still holding I mean, I was trying so hard, and it was so funny because literally, like, I'm going to make you laugh. So, I'll never forget, we, um... I met with my oncology team. Yeah. Now I'm like, Lord, okay, you're going to have to work with me. Yeah. Because I've always been a relatively healthy person, mm-hmm. right? But I got a team of doctors now. Yeah. Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'm like Savannah James yeah, or somebody. Like, going, like I got like... a whole team of doctors. Like, I got an oncology team. I got a, um endocrology team Mm -hmm. like i got a cardiologist team like i got a team of doctors now and i remember the first time me and daryl went to go meet with the oncology team Mm -hmm. and we're sitting there and i had my hair braided i had braids in my hair because i was still recovering from surgery and my braids was looking all super cute they was all the way down i was looking cute period sitting there (laughs) and my oncologist says you're going to need to do chemo and you're going to lose your hair. And I remember looking at him like, hold on, sir. And I broke down like four flats on a Cadillac. Like literally I just bought, like I literally just, my head dropped and mm-hmm. just tears started flowing. Right. And the tears for me were flowing because it just crushed me. Yeah. Because at that moment, it was like, everybody's going to know. Yeah. Now, mind you, that was like when Black Panther was out and everybody was going through, like, cutting their hair off. Yeah. Wearing the big earrings. And it was looking beautiful on them. But right. I'm like, I can't see that for me. <laughs> like, oh, no, baby. that's not my story. Yeah. Like, I can't do that. And he was like, you know, my doctor at that time was like, oh, don't cry. Like, you know, there's beautiful wigs. And I'm like. Who? Who? <laughs> right, right, right. Daryl was trying to console me, and he said, "You know, some women like to just go ahead and take charge because one thing about cancer, there are so many dimensions that you don't have control over. Mm-hmm. You just don't have control over. 
that's one thing you can control. Yeah. Right? Because once you start taking chemo, it it is literally no joke. Once it goes through your body, you start losing hair. Mm-hmm. I started losing my hair after my first treatment. Yeah. And when I say losing my hair, my hair was coming out in clumps. Yeah. Like I could touch it and it just came out. Right. And so a lot of women, um, you know, my doctor was like, a lot of women like to cut it off because they feel they can control, like I can still control that. Right. You don't get to take that from me. Right. Because you take so many other things from me. You're, You're not, not going to take that. And I was like, nope, nope. And literally it was funny because I told um, Daryl, I'm like, nope. I heard him say only 10% of the women lose their hair. And Daryl was like. <laughs> so you thought you was at 10. <laughs> I thought I was at 10. I'm like, my God is good. Yeah. And I know that he, he said only 10% hair. of the women lose their hair. And Daryl was, I remember him saying, that's not what he said. But <laughs> okay. Like, if that's what you like, think girl. he said. He was like, and I had the book. They give you a big binder. And I'm yeah. going through the binder. And I'm trying to find it. And I'm still not finding it. I'm like, but I know that's what he said. And yeah, that's not out. what he said. How did you feel when you first cut it? Um, Like, what was the emotion? Well, I messed up because I didn't cut it. Yeah. I let it fall out. Right. That was a bad mistake. That traumatized me more, Yeah. in all honesty. So um, I would tell anybody, don't do that. That traumatized me more because it started like falling out in blotches. And I remember you and Daryl kept telling me, like, y'all were, and y'all were so sweet and ginger and how y'all asked. Mm, like... You sure you sure you don't you sure you don't want to cut it like yeah. we we can help you and I'm like nope yeah. I'm not cutting it it's not gonna fall out only ten percent of the women and I know both y'all was like girl you already it's I'm it's like, gone like mom it's giving you know you're going through a lot but it's giving delusion <laughs> <laughs> you don't got none like, like and I'm still pulling it back like I'm still pulling it back putting it in a ponytail like yeah. I'm bald like I got a whole smiley face on the back of my head no, for real but in my head I'm like nope. Nope. And then one day I remember sitting in my room, I closed the door, I got my little Kroger bag and I just started cutting. I got the scissors out because it was like I was taking my braids out like I was getting them rebraided. Yeah. And I literally had, it was me and God and we just had the biggest laugh because God was like, what you need them scissors for, girl? All you need to do is just grab a braid. It's coming out. And literally that's what happened. I touched a braid and it came out. Dang. And so. That's tough. It's very tough. That's tough. But I needed that. Yeah. As crazy as it sounded, I needed to like really wake up. I needed like, to really wake up and understand that um it's time. It is time. Yeah. I, I needed to let it go. Um and really just be like, okay, this is gone. I started ordering, you know, beautiful wigs and shout out to my hairdresser who is Gina is one of the most, um, she's another one of my sister friends who's like family, who came over, cut, shaved, Daryl shaved my hair. And she was like, sis, we'll make you wig. It's nothing. It is fine. Yeah. We got this. Like, I had so many people that wouldn't let me. They were going to make me be great even right. when I didn't want to be great. Right. Like they wouldn't allow me to sit in the space that I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I wanted to. Yeah. 
right? right? Leave me, leave me alone, leave me here. Yeah. Leave me here. Yeah. Like leave me alone. A lot of leave times. Me here. I mean, of course, I haven't went through cancer, but I'm saying I'm going through it. I feel like oh, yeah, another thing I wanted to like say is like even though you're not the person who's losing the hair and going to chemo, like you're actually you are going you through are this going life. through that. Yeah. I mean, and that's why I said I owe you all an apology, and that was why I said this time it was like whoever you all need to tell to get y'all through. Mm-hmm. I need y'all to tell who y'all need to tell to, to get, get y'all, y'all through. For sure. Because it's it's not fair. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it's really not fair because you all need a support system too. Because caregivers, family, friend, you all need somebody to cry to. Yeah. To vent to. Because you're trying to be super strong for us. Absolutely. And those that are going through, mm-hmm. um, that y'all need somebody that y'all can release and say, okay, today I'm not okay. Yeah. Right. Today, mm-hmm. I'm not OK. I'm truly worried about you. Like, I'm right. really worried about my mom, my sister, um, my girlfriend, my cousin, whatever. Yeah. Y'all need somebody that y'all can um, throw those things off of. So it's crazy. Um, I went through what? 12 weeks mm-hmm. of chemo. Right. First time I went through um, eight weeks of radiation. And then I was on an oral chemo med- medication for it was supposed to be a life mm-hmm. lifetime was in remission or maintenance yeah or what they call it three years strong yeah and then yeah so that was <laughs> yeah so that is like the um i think also when it came to cancer you think when it's gone i don't really know much about like remission i've heard people say they've been in remission for these years and these years for me it was also like oh she made it through we're done we're done here we ain't talking about i mean yeah she a survivor but we ain't talking about that you know what i'm saying like as part of her life that was a that was a chapter but (sighs) you know a month and a half ago two months ago uh, I was on vacation and um, I remember you texting me um, and you were like, when you always say like, what are you doing? I'm just like, it's random. I'm like, girl, what's going on? <laughs> like, what happened? But ah! she said, what are you doing? And like, are you, we'll talk when you get back. And I hate when people do that to me. Cause it's like now, like, it's like one of those, we need to talk. So I'm like, what happened? What I do? I know I'm not, I'm not a kid no more. So I ain't do nothing to get in trouble. So like, <laughs> what is going on? And he was like, we need to talk. And then I'm just like, I press an issue and you called and said that it came back, but you said it came back like yeah. in our eyes times 10. Right. Um, so with that, you said, do you, well, before you speak on that, how did the three years strong and remission feel for you? So three years strong and remission felt great. Right. I, again, did you actually feel good though? Like your body and stuff? Are you, I felt good the first two. Yeah. The last year was a, like you felt like it was bad. I felt like something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't expect this, mm-hmm. um, but I just knew something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Something it. So one thing I will tell you um, about remission. When you go through cancer in the beginning, you have so many safeguards. Yeah. You're getting scanned so often. Um, you get so many doctor's appointments. They become annoying, yeah. right? But they're also comforting. Yeah. Because it's just like. You know what's you up. You know everything is good. Mm-hmm. And then 
the longer you go in remission, they start tapering off. Right. Because, you know, hey, you're good. So they started tapering off. But I never missed an appointment. never missed a scan. I was on it. Yeah. And I got comfortable. It's almost like complacent. Mm -hmm. And so I got comfortable and complacent. And my comfortability and my complacentness um, I knew something went right mm-hmm. and I wasn't feeling the best hadn't really been able to eat and they I've been going to the doctor and they were trying to figure out what was wrong and um, my doctor actually thought like it might have been something with my stomach but he wasn't exactly sure and then bam it's back I'm back here mm-hmm. again and it came back this time with a vengeance. And this isn't something that I've talked about um, or many or shared with many people mm-hmm. other than my, you know, immediate core circle group. Um, actually, your younger brothers don't even know. So if they listen to this. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. Yeah. And, and I have my reasoning for, the, for that. Um, one of which my younger two are the younger two. Mm-hmm. One is a senior and I wanted this year to be about him mm-hmm. and I wanted him to have his moment. Um, because when I first got diagnosed it was in 2020 and all of my sons, all of you handled it in your own way mm-hmm. and were impacted in such a way, but he was entering into high school Yeah, and it was a very dark transition for him. And then I was sick. Mm-hmm. So he kind of got like the sick mom mm-hmm. where everybody else had the healthy mom. And so this is his senior year where it should just be rainbows and unicorns and happiness for mm-hmm. him. And it's like that dark cloud again. Yeah. Cause now I don't want to have to worry about my mom being sick again. Right. So anywho, um, and then your other baby brother just straight <laughs> that boy. boy. So like, Lord, how much? Yeah. But I say all that to say, um, it came back with a vengeance. Normally, when breast, when people with cancer comes back, it comes back what you've already had. Um, mine decided to come back different, so it 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 surprised my even my oncologist yeah. to where he was stoned. Um, this time it came back and it came back different and more aggressive than the first time. Um, so I'm back fighting again. Mm-hmm. And this one took me for a gut punch. For sure. I truly, this one knocked the wind out of me. Mm-hmm. And it's no lie. Um, truly knocked the wind out of me. Cause I was not expecting it. Um, but I'm going to get through it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get through it like I got through it the first time. And that again goes to why I've said whoever you all need to get y'all through. I need y'all to lean on who y'all need to get y'all through. Yeah. So like for you, what does it feel like not actually being in this space again? Um, Cause you're familiar with cancer. 
But the fact that the kisser came back, like you said, kind of low key, more aggressive, not low key, uh, came back aggressive and came back the way it did. What does that do for your mental? Ooh. Because I'll let you know when you called me, of course, we all going to go to Google. I'm at I'm at the table. I'm trying to eat <laughs> breakfast. I'm out of town. We in ah. Vegas. I'm out of town thugging with my round. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> so I'm at the table trying to, like, really look and, like, okay, it's not that bad. Like, we, we got through it before. We're going to do it again. And then I was just like, wow, like, this might this one might be bad. bad. Like, yeah. this is, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so, like, what was going through you mentally? How... How did you feel mentally? You said it was a gut punch, but like what were, you can name some things, like what were you feeling? Like, did you feel this second time? Did you feel like, wow, I was deaf? Like, did you, did, did, did that cross your mind? Even though you made it the first time? It did. It did. Um, preparation. Yeah. Um, preparation for my family. Yeah. True preparation for my family. Um, how is my mom going to make this one? Yeah. My husband's not going to survive this one. Mm-hmm. I need to get my sons prepared for this one. Um, Jesus, my grandkids aren't going to remember me. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I'm not going to see my son have his first baby. Like, all of that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, And I say over and over in my head all the time. And that, so... It's funny you said that because so I have we have this car group it's six of us mm-hmm. and you know this Daryl and Mashri, Teresa and Marcus, John and Michelle, and we had just lost Marcus. Mm-hmm. And so we were all recovering from yeah. him passing. And I'm like, I can't do this right now. Yeah. Like, I can't die right now. Um, but I don't know if I'm gonna make it through this one. I don't know if I got to fight in me for this one. Yeah. Is what I said originally. Like, I don't know if I got to fight in me for this one. And I kept saying, I don't know how I got here. Yeah. I don't know how I got here. Because I did everything I was supposed to do. Right. I trusted the process. Mm -hmm. I prayed really hard. Um, I took the medicine I was supposed to take. Did all of that. Right. And so... I'm like, I got so much more life to live. Yeah. And I don't want to suffer. I don't want to be in pain and agony and all of that. But all I heard was the negative. And I Googled. Yeah, for sure. Went back to Google. I went back to Google. Yeah. Because I was like, huh? Like, it's one thing to hear that it came back, but to hear it came back something different than what you had, I'm like, I don't even know how to prepare for that. Right. Because now it's like, my fight is different. For sure. So I don't even know what this looks like. For like, sure. I don't know what this new fight is going to look like. Yeah. Um, And I don't know how to 
prepare my mental yeah. for this new fight. Absolutely. And then do I really got the new, do I really got another fight in me? Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm sure like, like how heavy and taxing it is on y'all's bodies. It's very taxing. You know, not even speaking about the mental, cause you know, our mental does keep us moving as well, but just the physical part, like, yeah, that's the crazy. I think another thing for this second time around was like to physically see like the hair was another thing, but like to physically see it hurting your body was just like, how do you, what do you do? What do you say? How do you say it? It's like, kind of like, okay, do you feel better today? Like no day is the same. No day is the same. And I think that's what kind of like for me as a child uh, going through it, like as your mom, like with a mother, you're like, I mean, I don't know how she feels, but I can see it. And it's like, this is not good. Like, yeah, no. it's just, you know, it's not. Yeah. And then it's like, um, you know, you watch your loved ones look at you and it's. Um, <laughs> it's funny because you live, you live to get to these moments. Right. Like I've been a mom since I was 18. Right. And. I finally had gotten to a place where our baby is now a senior and getting off to college. So now it's like time for you to like, it's time for us to live. Yeah. Right. And now I'm here. Yeah. And I'm like, where does that happen at? Like that wasn't in the plan. Right. (laughs) It's never in the plan. We we had literally started planning. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? We had started planning like weekend getaways. Yeah. And now I got a whole treatment plan. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, We had literally started planning and not planning for the future, but like starting to plan differently. Yeah. Because now we're parenting adult children. Right. And D'Angelo is literally the last one and he's getting ready to graduate for high school and getting ready to go off to college. And we're talking about, you know, um, how we're going to schedule to go to games and, you know, different things like that. And we're going to go here for the weekend and here yeah. for the weekend. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, how are you here? No, for real. No, seriously. It really be like the, we have a whole plan. We and have that was a another plan. thing that I kind of want to touch on. I know it's going to be a little controversial, but I really do feel like, do you ever feel like there's times where you're just like, like, God, like what's going on? Like me and you got beef. Like has there, was there a time in this process first time or second where you not didn't trust God, but kind of was just kind of like, is this like, cause I, a lot of people, this happens to a lot of people and it's happened to me when things happen in life, which might not be that serious, but just be like, God, why? Like, why was this your part of your plan? They always say like, he knows. He knows. He knows what he you're, knows. you know, he always say he knows what you're going to go through and da 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 He's your dad. He's daddy or whatever. But it's like, why would you, t- why you choose me to do this? Do you feel like you figured that out? First answer, did you lose trust in God? So I did not lose trust in God. Okay. I did not. Because one thing I will tell you is that no matter what, mm-hmm. even when you don't see him working, he is he working. working. Yeah. Because there's been so many times that he's made a way out of no way. Right. And I know it could have been a lot worse. Right. Like, even through my first journey, and even through this journey, God made sure I didn't miss a beat. Yeah. Like, even when I ain't feel like it. You could do. I could do. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't 
the only time I took off work was to recover from surgery. Right. Like I've been able to work. Um, he's made sure that every need that we had for me and my family, my grown children, my my younger child, like he has made a way out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with we have a trucking company, yeah. we're all self-employed. He's at every appointment. There is no lack. Like he continues to make a way out of no way. Yeah. So I know he is who he says he is. Mm-hmm. I know he's going to provide. I know he's going to see me through. I know he's going to make sure that my family is good. I know he's going to heal me. I believe it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Yeah. And I feel it. For and sure. every day I wake up and then I'm in the shower every morning and I'm like, God, I know you got a plan and a purpose. I know this is just part of my journey. This is not how my journey is going to end. Mm-hmm. And that's literally my prayer every day. Yeah. This is just this is just one chapter. Mm-hmm. This is just one chapter. And I have to believe that because I do not believe he's brought me this far to leave me. Yeah. He got so much more that he plans for me to do and see. Mm-hmm. He ain't gonna let me go out like that. Yeah. Like he ain't gonna <laughs> let me go out like this. He, he just he just isn't. Like right. I have to believe that. Like I truly believe that. Yeah. I truly believe that. I've worked too hard. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, like really he's kept yeah. me through too many other things mm-hmm. to just be like, yeah, you. Go yeah, and I think oftentimes we try to make sense of everything, and just some things just not gonna make sense. Yeah. Like. We try, like, I remember me, I was just, like, trying to make sense of it. Like, okay, so this means I got to do this, and this means I got to do that. Like, okay, so my mom passed away, then I have to, okay, I got to take care of this, take care of that. But it's just, like, like that's not, you know, I'm 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 making. Because you're making an analytical thinker. Literally, I'm trying to yeah. think about next steps, but we ain't even got. Yeah. We still yeah. here, though. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I would yeah. encourage anybody that goes through this as the person going through it and, like, the family members, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, trust the process, but also don't think negative. Like, I think for me, I've, I've trained myself to think negative, so I'm not surprised when it happens. But what I've learned is, like, I didn't waste it. Let's say I thought negative about something that's going to happen next month. I didn't waste it a whole 30 days thinking negative for it only to turn positive. So I just wasted all that energy, 30 days of energy, positive mm-hmm. energy I could have been doing. You know, talking to myself, motivating myself. I just wasted all of that to only see it on the other side. side. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, definitely. I just wanted to put that out there. But, but I think that's also a protection mechanism. So like, oh, absolutely. you're definitely an analytical thinker. And I remember having a conversation with you, Daryl and mommy. And it's like, okay, look, this is what I need from y'all. Yeah. This is what I need for y'all. To mm-hmm. Because I had to have that conversation with the three of you because I knew what role each one of y'all were going to have to play mm-hmm. if that moment came. Right. If that moment came, this is what I was going to need from y'all mm-hmm. because others weren't going to be able to do it. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. So for me, I had to have that conversation, but it was like um, when we were at dinner Friday, um, me, Teresa, and Michelle, and we were talking and, I remember Teresa saying how she's like, God, I just lost my husband, the love of my life. You're not going to take my best friend from me. Mm-hmm. You just, you wouldn't do that to me. Yeah. And she said, I remember looking at you and I said, nope. No way. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. But that's how I was looking mm-hmm. at first. Yeah. Because it was literally 
she's like, girl, we could have on you and you to fall. He was, <laughs> he was calm, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, making it right, bitch. And, and I laughed because honestly, yeah. in hindsight, yeah. you know it. That's what I it was, was. <laughs> But laying you on my mom couch like day two i'm like girl what i like, remember happening? like seriously me you mommy and girl was in mommy's living room and when she said it it was literally was like, like god brings things back to your remembrance no you literally was sitting there like i just i don't want to struggle so just let me go we're like well we ain't even got a plan yet and so when happening? she said this to me at dinner on friday i yeah. said wow yeah it's crazy like he will bring things back to your remembrance. And she was like, I remember saying, like, uh-uh. Yeah. No. Yeah. We gonna fight for you. Right. Like, absolutely not. I'm gonna need you to snap it. Snap, snap it. Get girl, back. Get, get back, pretty girl. Come yeah. on, get back. And it's almost like it goes back to that journaling or accountability. Right. Like, I don't really want to hear... Because I was having my own pity party. For sure. Right? And I needed not to have my own pity party. I needed to pick my big girl pants on. Yeah. Put the big girl boots on and be like, okay. That's what we're going to do. I've been chosen for whatever reason to fight again. Yeah. So I got to fight again. Absolutely. I need to get it together and fight again. And another person, shout out to my pastor. We'll call my dad. Yeah. Love him to death. He comes. Same day that I called you, he comes and gets me from work. He goes, you get one day. <laughs> and this is today. Yeah. Pastor D, he said, you get one day. Yeah. And this is today. We're doing this today. We're not doing this tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't. You cannot soak in it. You cannot. Like, like we're it not will literally this. take all of you for real. Yeah. I didn't. I'm trying to think of a time that, like, I was really, I'm not allowing myself to soak. Like, I can't. You can't. I think you the can't. day I left when we had that conversation, he was just like, I don't want to die. Like, just let me go. Let me go. We're like, I want to make it to the end of those graduation. I'm like, girl, that's in like six months. <laughs> <What are you laughs> about? I think that was the only day that I was like spiraling. But other than that, it was really one of those things where it's just like, you just have to trust the process. Like, you have I to have just trust. And I, I can speak on it. I have a problem with the faith and like feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm faithful, but like, I'm not, you know, I still feel like I still have that negative in my head. Where it's like, is that really real type stuff? But no, I do know God is real. And I do, like, I've had to, if if anything, this has taught me to grow my faith and really, Absolutely. like, believe. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so if you could pick one thing that has taught you about yourself, this whole process, even with the coming back, what have you learned about yourself? Um, <laughs> God definitely thinks that I'm stronger than I am because me and him have had <laughs> some conversation. Saying. I just had this conversation today. I ain't that strong. <laughs> okay. So funny you said that because this is what I said. I said, God, look. Yeah. You obviously you playing with me. You obviously think I'm a whole lot stronger than I. Like yeah. I be playing. Like Thanks. I don't think that I'm as strong as you think I am, but mm-hmm. obviously you you think I am strong than I am. Right. Um I'm a warrior. Like, hands down, I'm a warrior. I'm resilient. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely um, stronger than I give myself credit for. Right. My faith, I know that God got me. I know he has me. Mm-hmm. I know that there's a greater purpose for me. Mm-hmm. 
there is and I'm I'm tapping into it. Um and I'm not fighting it anymore. I'm open to whatever mm-hmm. this new journey has for me yeah. and whatever he wants me to do in this new journey. Like I'm always I've always been one of those people. I will give my heart to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I will help people all of that until you get to asking me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do anything for anybody, which anybody that knows me knows that I will. Yeah. Like, I'll do anything for anybody right. um, until you get to tapping into me. Like, yeah. I I have a problem letting people into Oh, me too. Maybe I get it from of, you. You do. Oh, my God. I have a problem Thanks. letting people into my yeah. space. Yeah. Because move. But yeah. yeah. So I'm learning in this season to let them in. To let them in. That's good. I think that's really good. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been learning in season of life. Yeah. Like, to let them in. To let them into the space. To. You gotta have. You, you gotta got have to. support. You, you know gotta have you support. Have, to have support. And I think that's one thing I've really learned. I'm telling you that night that we played them cards, and it was just like, wow. I never knew like one of my closest friends, somebody I call my best friend, yeah, had a father that yeah. has the same cancer. cancer. We've never. I knew she had a dad. We talked about her dad, but like that's never been unlocked. And it's like. What if I would have called her when you called me in Vegas? I would have been able to call her and she'd be like, oh, you're going to be okay. Like It's going to be okay. It's going to be good. Yeah. You know, I yeah. didn't have that because I chose not to share that. Right. And sometimes we hinder ourselves by not sharing. And I'm by not, not opening our mouths. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying just, overshare, but you just never know what when you share, what could come, come from, from it. Come from it. You know, Absolutely. the support, the help. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just want to say to you... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you, honestly. Um Thank you. I think that it's it's I so I think that our relationship has been rocky. Um I think that we've had our ups and our downs. Um but I think for me if if like the cancer never happened, I don't think we would be where we are today. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I think that uh in my older years I became more like uh what do we call it? Uh, resentful. I think I became more like, just how you just said, like, I'm just like, okay, I don't want nobody close to me. Or nobody, not even mm-hmm. my mom is, I'm not being open to nobody. Like, I'm good. And I think that it's allowed me um, to, because I, I feel like the first time I was like, damn, like, I've been so mean to my mom. Like, it, I, got, I had to sit with it. Like, I've been so mean to her. And the first thing I thought about with cancer is like, she's gone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all this time I've been so mad or all this time I've, felt these feelings and it's like life is so short Mm -hmm. and um i want to apologize to you with that um i try now to definitely check in more um definitely see how you're feeling um but i think that like i needed this time you know like not saying the illness but i needed a wake-up call to be like Mm -hmm. life is short because like i told Mm -hmm. you like I'm preparing for us to get closer to Grandma go. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's in my head. Like, oh, we'll be, I wonder if we'll be close after Grandma goes away. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you're thinking. You're not thinking like, oh, I have to, I've put this time on the side and I'm missing all these times and these moments when somebody could be gone the next day. Like, mm-hmm. and so uh, I want to apologize, but I definitely want to say, like, I'm proud of you for fighting i'm proud of you for even in i'm sure your darkest moments still trying to keep a smile on your face um even at d'angelo's uh homecoming you could barely walk but you was still 
he was still trying through. Like <laughs> the limp was mean. Okay, I'm just like, girl, sit down. Like you still limping through. Um, and that was hard to see, but I just can say, like, the only thing I want to say is like I'm proud. And I do thank you for sharing your story on here today. Cause I know it's hard. Um, if you could give somebody either a parent, a cousin, grandma, kid, anybody going through cancer, we're gonna say not just somebody with cancer, but everybody going through it, what would you say? Um, lean on your support system. Uh-huh. Develop if you do not already have a relationship with God, because you definitely need a relationship, that higher connection, yeah, that higher higher spiritual connection. Um, and also, take care of yourself. Yeah, like allow yourself to embark and embrace those that are trying to be there for you right. because you need them. Mm-hmm. You definitely are going to need a support. I will say um, for everyone that has been that is a part of my village and oh my God, my village is it's strength. It goes all the way to Roanoke, Virginia, to New Jersey, to everywhere. Yeah. Um, from sister in laws to friends to nieces to cousins, like I can't do this without you guys. Like, I appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate the calls. I appreciate the texts. I appreciate, you know, my my A-team at work. I appreciate my dudes. I appreciate my friends. I appreciate my besties. I appreciate all of them. Um, There isn't a treatment that I go to that I don't get a thousand and one texts and calls from. Mm -hmm. They call me. They text me. They text me every week. You know, they text me every day. They want to know how my treatment is going. They want to know how I'm feeling. They want to (laughs) know what do I need. They're praying for me. They love me. They care about me. Like, my village is literally nationwide. Um, The prayers, the texts, the calls. I couldn't do it without them. Yeah. And so, they've been there since 2020 and beyond. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're still there. Right. You know, even with the ones that I told that I was here again. Um, well, now. Hey. Hey, everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> welcome, to the, welcome to the community. Everybody class. knows. Thanks. Sorry. If you didn't know. No, honestly, that's funny. Um, So anything else you want to leave off with or you feel like you left it, you put it on the table? I didn't put it all on the table, Well, again, thank you for coming on. Um, y'all, listen, listen up, listen very loud, like, clearly. Listen very clearly. Um, November 19th, you know, a star was born. You know what I'm saying? So, thank you also for that. You know what I'm saying? A star was born. So, pull up on me at my um, 30th birthday event at the Savoy Club. It's a live show. Y'all know how we get. It's going to be a great time. Great, you know, everything. A great set. I'm going to call it a set, but... You know, great content, great people, outfits popping. Um, I'll be working the door. You know, we, we there. You know, put it on. You know what I'm saying? Black. You could get some color, but, like, I want, like, majority black. So, like, it got to be a black piece. You know, like, accent it with some white, some red, some pink, whatever you want to do. But I need you in some black. So, definitely pull up to that. It's $30. Uh, the link is Mr. 30. Mr. 30. Yes, Mr. Mr.30.eventbrite.com. So, get your tickets. Um, We got about, I don't even know how many days is it. Like, 20 some roughly 20 yeah yeah 
If it's on the 19th, yeah. yeah. Less than 20 for real. Less than 20. Jesus. Yeah, so we got less than 20 days. Pull up on me at the live show. It's going to be a vibe and I'm going to be, it's going to be everything. It's going to be everything. All right. So everything. pull up to that. Everything. 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 So everything. thank y'all for watching. Thank you, mom, for coming on. I love you. Love Big you hearts. Um, shout out to anybody going through it, struggling with it. Breast cancer awareness month. I'm sorry that this is such a late episode, but it's in the moment. Yeah. It's on time. Um, and yeah. This is the range your friends won't say you ain't gonna lie about. Make sure you follow me. Actually, I should have said that backwards. Make sure you follow me. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We got a page on there too. Uh, prescribed DR underscore and prescribed DR. TikTok be ticking, so get into that as well. Prescribed hey. DR. Yeah, we starting to tick a little bit. Subscribe DR. Um, and yeah, this is the things your friends won't say and ain't gonna lie about. And we out.